an original presentation from America's premier audio theater group, Seeing Ear Theater. Anybody here? There you are. Hey. I know it's almost three in the morning, but the sign said you were open. 24-7. So? Oh, it's my right shoe. The heel broke off. Let's see. Where's the heel? It was dark. I couldn't find it. Great. Uh, let's see the other shoe. Here. <laughs> you know, in space, nobody wears shoes. Really? New Tumps wear slippers. They make the soles out of that adhesive polymer. Mm-hmm. Grip right. Grip tight. Sounds like paper ripping when you lift your feet. Tense have been up a while, wear this glove thing that snugs around the toes. What are you doing? I'm cleaning it off. Can't work on a dirty shoe. Right. But the breakaways, you know, the ones who have left Earth for good and can never come back, they go barefoot. They can't really walk much in space, so they've reinvented their feet so they can pick up screwdrivers and spoons and stuff. It's hard because you lose fine motor control when you're weightless. Mm. I had have this friend, Elena, who could make a krill and tomato sandwich with her feet. But she had that operation that changes your big toe into a thumb. I used to kid her that maybe breakaways were climbing down the evolutionary ladder, not jumping off it. Are we people or chimps? Elena would scratch her armpits and hoot. <laughs> That's funny. Maybe you don't think of breakaways as having a sense of humor. But they're people, after all. It's just that they're like no people you know. The thing was, Elena was so limber that she could bite her toenails. So can you fix it? Uh, it's a custom color, so I got a scan. Then try to match the heel you lost. <sighs> How long is that going to take? Can't you just glue a spare heel on? With, with shoes like these? Okay. They're donning your Durans, but I've got a party in half an hour, okay? Oh, never make it. This is going to take at least an hour. Well, I'm certainly not going to walk around town barefoot. I'll wait. Only, what's with all these lights? It's three in the morning, and you've got this place as bright as noon in Khartoum. How about a little respect for the night? Thanks. That's much better. What did you say your name was? I'm Cleo. Jane. What's that? Printing your color to the leather. Been to space, huh? Kind of thinking of space myself. Are you? Jane, honey, lots of people think about going to space. 
<laughs> but you'd be surprised at how few actually apply, much less break away. How old are you? Almost 21. So maybe in a couple years. Oh, no. They like them young. Just as long as you're over 19. No kids in space. So the death rate doesn't scare you? Nah. But what would I, I do, like, for work? Not shoe repair, that's for sure. But if you can convince them you're serious, they'll find something for you to do. They trained me, and I was nobody. A business major. I tempted for almost 15 months on the Victor Foxtrot station. I never could decide whether I loved or hated it. Still can't. I heard it's fun. You know, living in space, I mean. Fun? Mm, well, not exactly. Everything is loose up there, okay? It makes you come unstuck. Welcome to Victor Foxtrot. Proceed with caution. You are entering a microgravity area. We made it! We're here! Excuse me, but are you Cleo? Don't do that! <laughs> Loud, no gravity! I'm flying! No, you're not. Catch yourself! My name is Elena. I'll be showing you around, Victor Foxtrot. Whoa! Which way is up? Everything is up and nothing is. Oh, how do I get down? Grab the handholds. Now pull yourself to the deck. That That's it. Uh-oh. Oh, oh. I, I don't here, feel so... Here. Oh, God. Use this. Oh. <clears throat> okay. So the first thing that happens is you get spacesick for a week. Your insides are so scrambled that you're trying to digest lunch with your brain and write memos with your stomach. Meanwhile, your face puffs up so that you can't find yourself in the mirror anymore, and your sinuses fill with cotton candy, and you're fighting a daily hair mutiny. I might have backed down right off if it hadn't been for Elena. You know, the one with the clever toes. That's all right, dear. It happens to all of us. Oh, my belly feels like a clenched fist. Have a sip of this. Thanks. Now, try looking down at the earth. Don't see anything else, just earth, all right? Now, pick out some landmarks. I can see Europe, the Mediterranean... The boot. That's Italy. I did junior year abroad in Rome in 27. Think of them all down there, dear. Twelve billion people crowded under that poor little planet. And you're up here with us. Then, when you're totally miserable and empty and disoriented, you sort things out again and you realize it's all magic. <laughs> Some astro fairy has enchanted you. Your body is as light as a whisper, free as air. I'll tell you the most amazing thing about weightlessness. It doesn't go away. You keep falling. Down, up, sideways, whatever. 
You might bump into something once in a while, but you never, ever slam into the ground. Extremely sexy. But it does take some getting used to. Now what? Ah, uh, the shank of your shoe pulled loose when you lost the heel. Oh. And I kept having dreams about gravity. Down here, you have a whole planet hugging you. But in space, it's not only you that's enchanted. It's all your stuff, too. For instance, if you put that brush down, it stays. It doesn't decide to drift across the room and out the window and go visit Elena over on B-Deck. I had this pin that had been my mother's, a silver dove with a diamond eye. And somehow, it escaped from a locked jewelry box. Anyway, turned up two months later in a dish of butterscotch pudding. Almost broke Jack Pitzer's tooth. He got a lot of pudding in space. Oatmeal, stews. Sticky food is easier to eat, and you can't taste much of anything but salt and sweet anyway. Lady, it's kind of hard to work the way you talk all the time. What? Am I babbling? God, I am babbling. Are you on something? It must be the Xantadone. The woman at the Persona store said it was just supposed to be an icebreaker with a flirty edge to it. Like Panatol, only more sincere. Should I take some normalizers? Get rid of it? Right. Good idea. What did I do with my purse? No. Where the hell are they? Come on. Got to be in here. Damn. I left them home. You haven't got any reset, have you? Lady, you're shaking. No wonder you back down. Spare me the lecture, Jane. I never once did persona drugs while I was in space, and I'm no addict. Artificial cells are temporary, period. When the pill wears off, they just go away, and you're your plain old vanilla self again. All the studies say so. It's just that I haven't been out for a while. Not since I backed down, really. So... I was going to take a little vacation for myself. Put Cleo in a drawer. I want to be someone fun, daring. Maybe just for tonight or maybe the whole weekend. I don't know. I'll come home to myself. Don't worry. Not anytime soon. It smells like a problem to me, lady. You want to talk to my pocket, Jesus? and shall be given you. Seek and you shall find. Knock Put that thing away. Open. I don't trust Godware. Look, I'm not going to convince you and you're not going to convince me. Truce, okay? Yeah, whatever. What is that? Some kind of paint? How old are these shoes, anyway? Four, maybe five years. Let's see. I bought them in 36. Five years. I had to store them while I was up. Hard to walk in boink me pumps? You get used to getting around in spike heels, actually. I mean, I'm not going to run a marathon or climb the Matterhorn. <laughs> Elena has all these theories of why men think spikes are sexy. 
Hey, Cleo, you've got to hear this. What is this? Girls' night out? The foxtrot sewing circle? So anyway, they're a kind of short-term body mod. What? Spike heels. Shh. They stretch the leg muscles, which makes you look tense, which leads men to assume you could use a serious screwing. Not all men. And they push your ass out like you're making an offer. <laughs> you're bad. The most important thing is that when you're teetering around in heels, it tells a man that if he chases you, you're not going to get very far. Not only do spike heels say you're vulnerable, they say you've chosen to be vulnerable. Of course, it's not quite the same in zero gravity. She was my mentor, Elena, assigned to teach me how to live in space. So, so what did you do? In space, I mean. I was an agricultural technician, ag tech. Worked as a germ wrangler in the Edens. Oh, is that like a farmer? No, I, I was in charge of microorganisms. They call the greenhouse modules Edens. That's where we worked. The carbon dioxide in the Edens runs six percent, which is great for plants, but will kill you if you're not wearing a breather. I'll tell you, the job would have been a lot easier. We could have kept the rest of the crew out, but the Edens are designed for recreation as much as food production. The crew floats around, sucking up the view, soaking up photons, communing with the life force, and in general getting in our way. Breakaways are the worst. They actually adopt plants like they were pets. Is that strange or what? I mean, a tomato has a lifespan of three. Maybe four months before it gets too leggy and stops bearing. I can't believe they're gone. You should have warned me. I'm sorry, Lucy. I didn't know you were following them. I don't understand. It was only a patch of marigolds. They were finished blooming, so I pulled them. Only marigolds? They were alive, weren't they? No, you don't understand, Cleo. Okay, so keep quiet. Now all my plants are silk. When I back down, I realize that I didn't want anything to do with the day. When I was growing up, my family was a bunch of poor nobodies. We moved to the night when I was seven, so night shifting was like coming home. The fact is, I got too much sun while I was in space. The sun is not my friend. Haven't seen real daylight in over a year. I make a point of it. I don't go out to work and play until dusk. Hey, being a mommy to legumes is not what I miss about space. How about you, Jane? What turned you into an owl? Ah,、uh, the money, and the day got too crowded. Well, if you're serious about breaking away, you're doing the right thing. They prefer recruits who have night shifted. Night has the edge, you know. Things happen. Elena said something like that once. She said that it's hard to scare someone to death in broad daylight. It isn't just that the daytime is too crowded; it's too tame. Night is scarier, sexier. You say and do things that wouldn't occur to you at lunchtime. It's because we don't really belong in the night. In order to survive here, we have to fight all the old instincts. Warning us not to wander around in the dark, because we might fall off a cliff or get eaten by a saber-toothed tiger. 
Living in the night gives you a kind of extra... I don't know. Magic. Well, maybe. But it's the same with space. It's even scarier and sexier than the night. Maybe sexy isn't exactly the right word, but you know what I mean. Actually, I think that's what I miss most about it. I was more alive then than I ever was before. Maybe too alive. People live fast up there. They know the statistics. They have to live fast. How long were you up? Almost a year. I wish Elena and I could talk more often. But it's hard. She transferred to the mining ship Marathon. They're out surveying Saturn's moons. There's like a three-hour lag. It's impossible to have a real-time conversation. She sent a few vids, but it hurt too much to watch them. They were all happy, chat, you know? Elena Slavenska, you have two message units left. Hi, Cleo. We're in our sixth day of scanning Iapetus, and I'm working in the Marathon's Eden just now. So you'll get a little mask effect with the audio part of this vid. I actually, I'm wasting a lot of company time staring at Saturn. I'm going to point the camera at it, even though no lens can do it justice. Oh, it's spectacular. About the size of the full moon you see from Earth. Only the rings, Cleo? Oh, the rings. The orbit of Iapetus is tipped about 15 degrees to the plane of the rings. So now we see them as a broad band, not flat like from Titan. I can imagine a picnic on them. Maybe dancing and screwing. <laughs> We're all in pretty good health here. Although Jacob has developed a little cough that we've been watching. Oh, here. Take a peek at this watermelon I've been growing. I'm calling him Bubba. He's the size of a St. Bernard. Hope you're well. Did you get the job with... Elena Slavenska, you have used your current allotment of message units. Please end your transmission now. Okay, love you. B bye, dear. I didn't plan on missing her so much. You're not using a sewing machine on my Dunya Durand's, are you? What? Is that a sewing machine? No. Just checking. So, do you have any college credits? Eight. All on the web. No real difference between Harvard and a web school. Unless you're some kind of snob about bricks. What's wrong? You're giving up? No, I gotta wait 15 minutes for the resin to set. Then the heel seat here goes on the shank there. Oh, my party. Well, you probably won't miss me. So, lady, in space, did you like. uh. like. It's just that I heard, like. Uh. like? <laughs> like, you know. Like, screw? Well, yeah. You're a virgin, right? That's why you're wearing that chastity belt? It's what Jesus wanted. I guess you assume, then, that I'm a three-star slut. 
just because I'm wearing, what did you call them? Boink me pumps? For all you know, Jane, I could be dating a basketball player. Maybe I'm tired of staring at his navel when we dance. If you're going to judge people by appearances, hey, you're the one with the iron bikini. So it's uh, none of my business. No. <laughs> well, that's okay. It's what everyone wants to know, isn't it? That and how do you go to the bathroom? Of course, we all tried sex when we first got up. They call it joining the 50,000 mile club. But the truth is, sex is complicated. Like everything about space. First of all, forget all that stuff you've heard about doing it while you're floating free. It's dangerous. Hard work and no fun. You want to have sex in space? One or both of you have to be tied down. Most temps use some kind of a joy strap. It's this wide circular elastic that fits around you and your partner. Oh, damn! Snapped at my... Oh. Here, let me help you off. No, that. no, don't pull. I'm stuck. I, oh. Uh, oh, watch out for her. I, I, I can't. Oh. oh, your foot is in my... Sorry. Oh. Oh. What's that? I just hit a locker. I almost got the wall. Clip. There. I'm attached to the wall. And you're attached to me. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> If it was this hard on Earth, they wouldn't need birth control. <sighs> But even with all the gear, sex can be kind of subtle. As in, disappointing. You don't realize how erotic weight is until there isn't any. You want to make love to a balloon? Some people do nothing but oral. Simpler, not as many moving parts. Of course, the breakaways. They've reinvented love, just like everything else. They have this kind of sex where they don't move because their bones are too brittle. If there's penetration, they just float in place, staring into one another's eyes, or some such, until they tell one another that it's time to have an orgasm. And then they do. If they're lesbians, they just touch each other. Elena tried to show me how, once. <sighs> But... Uh, aren't you going to take your clothes off, too? Maybe later. Now, close your eyes, dear. I'm going to touch your eyelids. My finger on your lips. Say my name. Helena. Your breath is as sweet as a kiss. Again. Helena. Cleo, Cleo, such a round name, as soft as your breasts. Uh, Elena, I, I, kingdom thing, just, just feel what I'm feeling. Hmm? 
All right, then. That's enough for now. What? But, but you... Shh, dear. It's too much talking. You have to relax. We'll try it another time, all right? I don't know why, but it didn't happen for me. Maybe I was too embarrassed because I was the only one naked. She said I'd learn eventually that it was part of breaking away, but she never asked to make love to me again. Maybe that's when I lost my chance to stay in space. So how come you didn't? I I thought I was going to break away. I, I really did. I stuck it out until the very last possible day. It's hard to explain. I mean, when nobody's on Earth, look up at night. No offense, Jane. I was one too. What, what calls them is the romance of it all. The high frontier, okay? Sheena Steele and Captain Kirk, cowboys and asteroids, kid stuff. Except they don't let kids in space because of the cancer. Then you go up, and once you're done puking, you realize that it was all propaganda. Space is boring, and it's indescribably magical at the same time. How can that be? Sometimes I'd be working in an Eden, and I'd look out the windows, and I'd see Earth, blue as a dream. And I think of all the people down there, twelve billion ants, looking up into the night and wondering what it was like to be me. I swear I could feel their envy, as sure as I can feel your floor beneath me now. It's part of what holds you up when you're in space. You know you're not an ant. There are fewer than twenty thousand breakaways. You're brave, and you're doomed, and you're different. From everyone else who has ever lived. Only then, your shift ends, and it's time to go to the gym, spend three hours pumping the ergo rack in a squeeze suit to fight muscle loss in case you decide to back down, or they make you. Go, Cleo. Put out temp. <laughs> Come on, Lucy. Don't taunt her. Why not? She pulled my marigolds. Spin that wheel, mouse. And while you're slaving on the rack, Elena is getting work done, or reading, or sleeping, or talking about you with her breakaway pals. They have three more hours in their day, see, because they don't bother with the rack anymore, because they don't have to worry about backing down to Earth. They can't anymore. They collapse in normal gravity. But you tell yourself it's all worth it, because it's not only space that you're exploring. It's yourself. How many people can say that? You have to find out who you are so that you can decide what to hold on to and what to let go of. <sighs> Excuse me. I, I can't talk about this anymore. You're shaking again. No, I'll be all right. Only. Okay. So you don't have any reset. You must have some kind of normalizer. I, I need to come down off this goddamn self. All right, you promise not to tell. Ah, ethanol with the pedigree. Glass. But vodka is a real back down kind of drug, Jane. 
You never catch breakaway drinking the likes of this. Costs way too much to boost to orbit. And besides, the flash is about the same as hitting yourself over the head with a bottle. I believe I'll have another. Join me? Uh-uh. No. Uh, promise Jesus not on the job. Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. Okay. Then what time do you get off? You have a party, remember? Right. <coughs> what do you think? Am I myself yet? Do me a favor, will you? Pass me those shoes on the shelf. There. No. The blue ones. Yes. Beautiful. Real leather, see? I love leather shoes. They're like faces. I mean, you can polish them, but once they get wrinkles, you're stuck with them. Look at my face, okay? See these wrinkles here? Right at the corner of my eyes. Got them working in the Edens. Too much sun. How old do you think I am? Don't know. I'm 29. I look like I'm going on 35. I was up 15 months and it aged me four years. Still, my permanent bone loss is less than 8%. And I built my muscles back up. And I didn't get that much radiation exposure. Hey! A walking advertisement for backing down. So, have I talked you out of it yet? I don't mean to, okay? I'd probably go up again if they'd have me. Almost done. Just gotta glue it on. So it's like the conquest of space. <laughs> Elena used to say that we didn't conquer space. It conquered us. Break away? And you're giving up 40, maybe 50 years of life, okay? The stats don't lie. 56 is the average lifespan for breakaways. That means some die even younger. So? All done. Hey, it looks great. Better than new. How much? See the sign? 1995. Everything is 1995. What about the vodka? That's on Jesus. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. But I'm not mourning. You take net card? Sure. Your account will be debited. $19.95. Indicate approval of this transaction by saying yes. Yes. Now. Listen, Jane. I'm going to tell you something. A secret. They ought to tell everyone before they go up. So, on my breakaway day, Elena calls me to her room and tells me that she doesn't think I should do it. That I won't be happy living in space. I'm so stunned that I start crying, which is a very back-down thing to do. I try to argue, but she's been mentoring for years and knows what she's talking about. Well, only about a third breakaway. Anyway, it gets strange then. She says to me, Come here, Cleo, dear. Come close. 
Please, Elena. I'll do anything. Oh, all right then. Undress me. I have something to show you. I don't... Elena? Here, give me a hand. She makes me take her clothes off. Which I don't understand at all. Because breakaways have this thing about showing themselves to taps. I mean, I'd seen her hands before. Her feet. They looked like spiders. And I'd seen her face. Kissed it, even. But now... I'm looking at her naked body for the first time. She's 51 years old. I think she must have been taller than me once. But it's hard to be sure because she has the, the deep zero-G slouch. Her muscles have shrunk, so her papery skin looks as if it's been sprayed onto her bones. She's had both breasts prophylactically removed. I've got 40% bone rot, and I weigh 76 pounds. Go ahead, touch it. <laughs> That's where they took out my ovaries. My thyroid here, and this tap on my hip is for the monthly biopsy to test for leukemia. <laughs> Let me go. No, look at me. What do you see? Elena, I, I've read all the literature. I, I know what happens to the human body and... Do you think I'm beautiful? What? Because I think I am. So do the others. It's our nature, Cleo. This is how space makes us over. Look at me. Can you tell me you want this to happen to you, my sweet Cleo? And I couldn't. See, she knew me better than I knew myself. What I wanted was to float forever, to feel I was special, to stay with her. Maybe I was in love with her. I don't know if that's possible, but loving someone isn't a reason to break away, especially if the stats say that someone will be dead in five years. So I told her she was right and thanked her for everything she'd done and got on the shuttle that same day and backed down and became just another nobody. And she gave up mentoring and went to Saturn. Now that we've forgotten all about each other, we can start living happily ever after. Hey, that is what happened to you, lady. If I ever get to space, I am never backing down. That's what I said. So, so that's your secret? No. No. The secret is... That the heart is a muscle. That means it shrinks in space. All breakaways know it. Now you do too. <laughs> 